One day, an entire world woke up in a civilization destroyed, with no memory of what brought them to their demise. For 2,000 years, the people rebuilt, from the first communities banding together to fight the monsters in the dark, to bustling technomantic metropolises. Against this backdrop, the ordinary folk played out their extraordinary lives. These are their stories. This is the Chronicles of Styropos. Hey gang! Hi, it's not really a gang, it's just me. Hey just me, how's it digging? Jeez, are you sure you're... is it me who's becoming a dad or is it you? Good question. (laughs) Really, really good question. Hello husband, what have we been up to this week? Mostly watching Wheel of Time. Yes, now Alex first picked up the Wheel of Time when you were 13? 11. 11 years old. Possibly first day in secondary school, went to the library, put up the biggest book I could find and decided to read it because that's the kind of child I was. I say, you do know that's because you're a massive nerd. Hey, you married a massive nerd, so that's on you. That is true. <laughs> no response. What do you make of the uh, Wheel of Time without, you know... No spoilers. No spoilers. That's the word I was looking for, without spoilers. I should preface this by saying that I'm incredibly biased because I absolutely love the books, even though they are fundamentally extremely flawed in the sense that there's 14 of them. <laughs> so I am very, I'm, I'm not the most objective opinion, but I really like it. I'm really enjoying it. It's made me want to reread the books, which might be a bad idea because I might be reading them this time next year. I just like how much uh, Nynaeve could kick your ass. Yeah, they've done her character really well. She is, yeah, we love Nynaeve. In this household, we stand Nynaeve. I'm not sure what stand means, but the kids use that lingo. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit disappointed with how they've done Perrin so far, because he's one of my favourite characters, and I feel like it's a little bit not great, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Also, for more Wheel of Time opinions, please check our Twitter account, because it's now basically turned into a Wheel of Time Twitter account. Sorry. What else has been going on in our lives, Hannah? Uh, we're all here getting ready for our Christmas one-shot that we're going to record as of the episode coming out this evening. Yeah, so I think scheduling announcement, the next, it will probably be two episodes, possibly three, God knows. I'm running it, so I don't know what, what's going to happen. So I don't know, it depends how many episodes it ends up being, but the, from now until Christmas, at least, the uh, we'll probably be putting those christmas one shots out as opposed to our regularly scheduled uh content but we'll be back in the new year with the adventures of toby lavana and Thaler as they bumble their way through whatever it is they're bumbling their way through fantastic good talking to you alex who i don't live with and i don't talk to every single day yeah we never speak to each other except for this it's quite good actually to the podcast we get to talk to each other oh absolutely all right we're waffling now hit that recap button Can I find out if I found anything interesting from these journals? The first one you read is written in common. You can't pick up much of what's going on, but towards the end you can see things sort of getting more and more incoherent and her handwriting's getting faster and faster and sloppier. The next one you look through is in Goblin. And the first thing you notice is it's mostly just paintings and drawings and sketches. You're pretty sure this person's probably a bard of some kind. On one page you do see a rough sketch It's the human woman again, and the child. There's a goblin woman and a tiefling man, and they're all holding up glasses and smiling. 
And the third one you pick up is Infernal. You don't read Infernal, but you can tell it's probably a spell book. And the last one you pick up, it seems to be some kind of copy book. Probably belongs to the child. We need to find a way back upstairs. Jorgrim deserves us telling him what we found down here and how in danger he is. And if we can figure out who Savran is, I'd like to tell him as well. Turn invisible before I pop my head up in the vent. And if I've chosen poorly, then at least I'm invisible. So it's not like obvious. You can all hear the pitter patter of dozens of little tiny rodent feet. Yeah, I'm basically, I'm squishing rats. As you spear the last rat through the floor and it goes as it dies. Right, so we're rat free now, are we? You are rat free and you're only slightly repulsed. Okay. Well, let's all do a constitution saving throw. Yeah, that's possible. That's an eight. Seven. Ten. I think you've got advantage on constitution saving throws, Failer, don't you? I thought that was specifically for maintaining concentration on spells. Yeah, all concentration checks. So. Or concentration or constitution? No, um, just concentration. Nah, it's a constitution save. Um, I think all of you are feeling pretty yucked out and pretty grossed out. And I think, Toby and uh, Laverna, you're considering a little bit of claustrophobia at this point. Just thinking about you can, it. Just you're thinking about dabbling. it. You're not sure, but you're dabbling <laughs> with a little bit of claustrophobia and like rats. Um, okay, so Toby, now you are a bit flustered and a bit grossed out and a bit yucked out. So I'm going to say let's do a survival check at disadvantage. Well, the disadvantage didn't really make a difference because I got a seven and an eight. So seven. Um, does anyone else want to help out? Yeah, can I, if I'm relatively keeping my composure, can I just try and like calm Toby and Laverna down a bit before we move on and be like, it's fine, they're gone now. I get that that was gross, but come on, focus up and try and, I don't know, help them out in some way. Go on, Toby. She's chilling you down. It's a five, it's getting worse. Um, you made him feel worse. Yeah, now I feel self-conscious about the fact that I'm panicking about spiders because I'm a big manly man who shouldn't panic about spiders in close spaces. Give me a loan failure, I'm fine. It's just, it's up, to, it's through here, it's fine. So, you are crawling your way through these tunnels and you're like, ooh, 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 ooh. And you get to the vent right above you. Uh, that I said you could see in the distance, but kind of far away. And uh, you go, yep, this is the one. Definitely the one. This will do. Oh, Let's get out no. of here. Oh, I turn invisible really... first. I was going to say, I will pull him back and just be like, just go careful. Take your time. Yeah, I'm not. We're sticking to the plan. That's good. That's what I like to hear. Stick to the plan. Can I see through the vent at all? Or am I going to need to like head through it a bit. You see through the vent that there's like plain walls above you. I don't think you can tell much more. It's not like a lavishly decorated office. Can I very subtly, I'm invisible, um, like push the vent up a little bit so I can like peer up through the vent just like with my eyes and maybe my nose but nothing else above it. Like an alligator. Yeah. 
you're in a corridor. It looks like a corridor lined with uh, sort of bunk rooms, cell rooms, like you guys sleep in. I drop my head back down and I say, I whisper, it's a corridor. Will this do? Can we get out of here? It's not ideal, but does it at least seem empty? Does it at least seem empty? To you. To me, yes. Were there any other vents? Was there like, could it be like, come on, let's just check like one more. Is there another one nearby or would we be waiting a while? Not one you can see. Can't see any more vents. I think this is the best we're going to do. Okay, well, Simon thinks this is a terrible idea, but I think Phaedra would be convinced. I mean, the Verna's at the back. I don't think she can really contribute much right now. I'm, I am invisible, so um, maybe I, I can go out and like check in a bit more detail about where we are and what's where. Um, you climb out the vent, and it's a corridor with some bedrooms down the side. Can I then? Can I do a bit more of a like go to the end of the corridor and like head round and have because I'm invisible. Have a little look, see what I can see, like where where in the like complex this is. There's quite a lot of bedrooms, so no. So no, okay. But the coast seems to be clear. No one's around. No one's around right now. Okay, I go out to the vent. Coast is clear. Come on, quick. The uh, three of you climb out of the vent, and like Laverne is just lifting her foot out of the vent when you hear a voice that goes, uh, "Hey." What's going on here? Oh, shit. Is it Eric? Oh, no, not Eric. No. Oh, God, is it Tilva? No, but you do turn around and you see the little halfling that you have seen hanging out with her before. Fela would know this fella as uh, Horace the halfling. Horace the halfling, really? Well, I'm invisible, so uh, they don't know I'm here. <laughs> he says, uh, hey, what are you ladies doing here? Oh, just. Having a bit of a walk, trying to stretch my knees out. Well, it looks to me like you're crawling around in some vents, which I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to be doing. You see, it'd be interesting you say that, because have you ever really... um, What do you know, Horace, my man? What do you know about knee rehabilitation? I know that you're not supposed to be crawling around in vents, and I know that you're Alfric's lot, aren't you? You know that that would be a really bad thing to do for knee re- rehabilitation. Yeah, come on, you're a smart guy. You also know that strengthening the knee is what you need to do when your ligaments are weak or your joints are weak. You need to strengthen the muscles on either side to keep the knee stable. And how do you do that? You do step-ups. And where are we going to do step-ups? Because we don't have any stairs. We're not allowed upstairs. That's the offices. So... We open a vent and we do dip downs instead. So we're just training Baylor's injured knee. Can I do a persuasion? I am not even going to have you roll that because he absolutely goes, Aha! Does Alfred know you're doing that? I'm pretty sure Alfred would be interested to hear that. I think Baylor's supposed to be resting in her room, isn't she? While Laverna's been doing this frankly nonsense <laughs> she has been doing i invisible have gone behind horace and pantsied I... him <laughs> no uh no I'm, I'm on my hands and knees and it's like come on guys push someone push <laughs> you can't see no i slightly more sinisterly have got my sword out and i'm holding my sword i'm just gonna put my sword to horace's neck and whisper in his ear you can't see me but i can see you so if you tell anyone what you saw today i'm gonna find you and i'm gonna slit your throat give me an intimidation check (laughs) that's a natural 20 and he says uh 
Toby? Yeah. Ah. All right. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Right. Yeah. I see we're all friends here. All friends here. But, you know, I know a little something. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. All right. And he just sort of slides away and starts. Like He's obviously trying to be like, I know something. I know a thing. And then he's like, nope. And just leaves <laughs> at this point. <laughs> hey, done. Toby's done something useful. Hey, I was Go able Toby. to use one of my skills that actually has, I got a positive modifier in it. <laughs> well done, Toby. You are out of the vents. You had an interesting social encounter with Horace the Halfling. Can't believe they call him Horace the Halfling. Yeah, he's cool. I like him. Just for completeness, can I make sure that the vent is shut behind us? <laughs> Yeah, it was locked, but I just assumed that uh, Laverna used her little rogue skills to unlock it and then uses her rogue skills again to relock it. Nice one. Sounds, sounds about right. Um, you do notice, though, when you shut it, it makes like a clang. So you think that it's not the stealthiest way of getting in and out of places. Mm. Okay. All right. So where are the three of you heading? Have you got any thoughts on what, we, what we're wanting to pursue? Can I ask... If we were socialising together, would we have to be in, like, the garden or the training room or something? Like, would it be weird if... Because I'm supposed to be in my room recuperating. Would it be weird if they were in there with me? Laverna, have you been in and out of people's rooms since you arrived? Apparently. I think she exclusively, um... What's the word? Has her lia- li- liaisons. Liaisons, that's the word. Um, liaisons in cupboards. <laughs> is that a kink of hers? <laughs> she likes broom cupboards. <laughs> the answer is that theoretically, if you went to your room, there'd be no reason your friends wouldn't check up on you. I think given that that's where I'm supposed to be recuperating, I think heading back there and then they can look like they're just keeping an eye on me, particularly given that it was Toby that injured me but we can possibly be discussing our next move from a much more innocent position rather than a spooky corridor that we definitely fucking shouldn't be in. That would be a good thing to do. Okay, yeah, I think that you still have the keys to your little uh, wrist padlocks. Um, Are you putting your wrist padlocks back on? Yeah. I would. All right, smashing. And the three of you head to Fela's room, where Fela tucks herself up in bed as if she had been there the whole time. Did anyone see us on the walk back? No. Here's a question. When I put the bracelet on, did my invisibility go away? Yes. Right, so any magic that I've got on currently dispels as well as stopping the magic from... So it's both dispel magic and counterspell. Yes. Jeez, that's a powerful thing. When we eventually get out of here, we should so keep these with us and we can put them on enemies when we're fighting. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, you're a spellcaster. Whack. Imagine we're fighting, yeah, imagine we're fighting like a nasty wizard. We just stick a bracelet on him. Oh, weaponized snap bracelets, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Friendship bracelets. <laughs> Besties. <laughs> you, squad, head to Fela's room. Um, What are you doing in Fela's room? Having a, sh- having a short rest to get my spell slot back, thank you very much. Can I please get some hit, hit points back? I assume sitting around and having a chat is something that can be done during a short rest. I don't want you to do a short rest right. Th- don't roll the short rest stuff right this second. Because what you say may change whether it's a short rest or not. So, talk me through. Like, you are kind of chilling in Fela's room. You've been there about five or ten minutes. 
when a couple of guards pass and they are quite obviously checking in rooms. And roll me a quick insight check. All of us? Yeah. Six. One. Nineteen. Failure. The guards are looking for the key. They're looking for people who weren't where they said they should be. Um, and so you have barely missed being caught. Ooh. We just got back in time. Yeah, you have barely missed being caught. They were looking for you in particular to check whether you were in your room like you said you would be. Did they like very obviously like stop and check my room in particular and not yeah. whoever's on either side of me or whatever? Yeah. And they very particularly looked at your wrist. Oh, good thing we put them on. Wave at them with the hand with the wrist on. <laughs> the, the, um, the hand with the wrist on. <laughs> yeah, the hand hasn't got wrist. It's just like floating around somewhere. Your mage hand just waves. <laughs> and they sort of look and uh, they try to be like really inconspicuous, but Fela can tell. Toby, you think they're really nice guys. Yeah, Toby has no fucking clue. They look like stand-up fellas. No, Toby's just too adrenaline rushed from actually finally being able to succeed at something. Do I know where either Jorgram or Ia's rooms are if we wanted to have a certain more private conversation with them outside of the garden, training area, dining hall, that kind of thing? I you roll another history check, but I feel like that's the... I suppose it could be a survival check because you're trying to remember your map and that kind of thing and what's where yeah i'll do survival i rolled a 14 okay pick one which one would you like you know one of their rooms i feel like i'm more interested in jorgram you know where he is well i i will say if not necessarily right now but if we need to get a message to him i think i know where we can find him outside of the public spaces so hopefully that helps but i think in terms of what we actually need to worry about in the short term thing number one is how we save jorgram in the next what week and a half did you say we had like 10 days yeah not long and then galvarax was very concerned about where the bodies go and i can't get the image of him just stuffed in a corner of that dingy old basement room out of my head and i want to somehow See if there's a way that we can, I don't know, just figure out what they're going to do with him next. Does it seem... I don't know if there's a role for this, but just as a theory, does it seem possible that the way they get rid of the bodies is feeding them to whatever those monsters were in the room under Galvarax? Does that seem pretty likely? It seems pretty likely. Yeah. So why are they feeding some big monsters? Like, are they trying to train... They like training them up on the the taste of gladiator flesh so that they can release them in the theatre. And why are they feeding them all the old people? Surely it'd be much nicer to feed them all the nice young tender ones like us. Wait. Are you signing up? <laughs> no. <laughs> Toby, are you right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not alright. <laughs> this hasn't been made clear by now. Thinking on who Saffron might be as well. If it's not someone old, is there is there anyone who I would identify as maybe a bit of a troublemaker who they might want to get rid of? Other than Laverna, obviously. I think this is going to have been a charisma role because it would be how much would you have got to know the person? Okay, yeah, that's fair. So let's give it a charisma. Uh, I don't have any proficiencies. They're all the same. They're all plus zero. Seven. No one springs to mind. 
Maybe you need to ask someone. Um, anyone else got any thoughts? I'm struggling to think of what we can feasibly achieve today because I'm not sure we want to go back in the vents today. Most of my ideas, other than maybe trying to like catch Jorgram's eye at dinner or something, like would uh, would involve going back into the vents. So, everybody, roll me a perception check. Eight. Five. We notice nothing. Carry on. <laughs> Toby and Lavanna, you hear a crash somewhere in the distance. Oh. A loud crash. Like a badoomch. Or like a... Well, like someone drum soloing. Like someone telling a really bad joke in the distance. <laughs> yeah. Like a... Crash. Like a vent falling out of a ceiling. Oh. Wait, they're not in the ceiling. They're only in the floor. True. Like a vent falling. You've got no idea. I didn't hear it. I'll shut up. Do we have any clue what direction it came from? Romy, survival check. Four. No. Can I just go follow it? I'll be like, hey. Yeah, isn't this just like head out and like see if there's a crowd and follow the crowd? Fail, you follow him? I'm not, probably not, actually. I feel like I've clearly raised suspicion given that they were coming past my room and I should actually stay where I said I was going to be for a bit longer. Okay, so Toby and Laverna, where are you heading to try and find the source of this noise? Can we just follow the noise? You don't really know where it's coming from. Uh, I think head to the cafeteria. Okay, so you start making your way to the cafeteria, and as you do, you can start to hear like a little bit more of a rabble and a sort of gaggle of people talking, and it's coming from the same kind of direction that yours and Toby's rooms are in. Wait, so not from the cafeteria? No, but you're heading towards the cafeteria. And there's like some crossroads um, and you start to get the impression it's coming from towards yours and Toby's room. Shit. Okay, let's go. Let's go to the rooms. Let's go that way. All right. So you guys kind of running down the room. Toby. Yeah. When you arrive at the room, you find that there was obviously something heavy stored in the storage room above you. And the structure you live in is like a stone structure with a wooden floor, and the wooden floor has completely caved in on your room. All my things. (laughs) Your what things? You're like a couple of tunics and rags. Does Toby own anything pretty, anything particularly interesting? Nothing that he wouldn't have on his person. No. Okay, so Toby, your room is pretty much destroyed, including your bed that you had been lying in this morning is completely shattered. Good job I wasn't asleep. Yeah, good job someone got you out of bed this morning, hey. Oh, did you say that on purpose? Is that a clue? Does Eric see... St- oh, no, we already knew Eric see stuff. That's a <laughs> What is wrong with this creepy nine-year-old? Eric was really keen for me to get out of bed this morning. Wait, are you saying that out loud? Yeah. Who else is here? You. Um, no, there's a, few, there's a few other people, you know, guards, a few other gladiators. Alfred comes running around the corner like, No! Maybe don't say that out loud, Toby. My cabbages! <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think I do say, like, yeah. Can you just, like, whisper it just to me? Just, like, don't say it out loud. I don't out think loud. I even, like... He probably is a little bit shocked. And is like, good job Eric got me out of bed this morning, then. All right, Toby, is there anything you do in this sort of derelict... You know, you've got your chest of clothes, you've got your bed, there's pretty much... Is there anything you're doing in this derelict room um, before any one official starts turning up? I don't think so. I don't think Toby has a massive sentimental attachment to his room. It was just where he slept. So I don't think so. Okay, just roll me a quick perception check. Ten. Sad. Your room's sad. Can I, like, look up? Like, what, what's fallen in? <laughs> like... 
Um, it just looks like something heavy was stored, like some like heavy tubs or something. Nothing major, but it it has caused the collapse. People are starting to like gather and get their things together. Um, and Alfred is like saying, "Move this, move that," and everyone is being kind of corralled into a kind of uh, like rescue operation where they're trying to move things and prevent the floor above you collapsing and you two are pulled into a lengthy and long procedure of trying to rescue something of Stop the friggin building yeah Wait, uh, failure rescue well about you're you. sort of trying to stop it collapsing again you're trying to move oh. some of the rubble you're trying to salvage what there is you know what i mean like we're propping up the roof that's left yeah at some point i say to alfred I think I need a new room. Really? What gave you that impression? There's a hole in mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll get that sorted. We'll get that sorted. So you two have pulled into kind of a lengthy procedure. Failure, you are sort of left unattended as most gladiators and guards are dealing with the situation and watching over the situation. Is there anything you do while everybody else is distracted? After a minute or two, does it become super obvious that there is, like, a big commotion? Yeah. Okay, so I think when they first left the room, I would have been looking at the necklace or the, like, amulet thing Mm. that Galvarax gave me because you said that I was getting some kind of sense of it, like, reaching out to me. Yeah. Can I, like, try and, I don't know, just, like, study it, hone in on it a bit more, I don't know. Yeah, roll me an insight check. Uh, 11. You get this, like, yeah, you're still getting this impression that it's, like, pretty content. It's just pottering around its little thing. It's interested in you. It's curious in you, but you're not really getting much. You're not really getting much more from it. Okay, I have an idea about that later, but I'll come back to it. I think if it becomes super obvious that there is, like, a big commotion and everyone's rushing towards it, like... Like, do the people that say the rooms either side of me all rush towards the noise? Well, one of the rooms next to you is empty, but yeah, the guy who's perhaps on your left, he gets up and he uh, goes to see what's going on. I think I'd just stick my head in the corridor, not necessarily follow after I just be like, why is everyone in such a panic? What happened? Um, I, I think that you've taken enough time that there is now no one in the corridor with you. Okay, I will hobble my way along it and just see if there's anyone around. Like, has, has everyone fled for the scene? Is there anyone who's staying behind? Who, who are you pretty... Who are you looking for? Yeah, I think if it's, like, a big enough commotion, I would start making my way in the direction of it as well, but just, like, pretty slowly and just keeping my eye out for anyone who's, like, obviously going in, like, the wrong direction or anything like that. Well, that's a great question. Roll me a perception check. Yeah. Two. No. Just you. Everybody else head in that direction. Fair. Okay. In that case, I think I would eventually like join at the back of the chaos of everyone kind of standing around, but just out of curiosity. But yeah. Yeah, and that's all you're pretty much gonna do. Yeah. All right. So it takes you guys maybe a couple of hours to clear all those things. No one expects too much of you, failure. You're resting. I will just yeah. I'd just be kind of interested. I would try and chat to Alfred at some point while everyone else is uh is like doing the actual manual labor yeah presumably Alfred's not doing it himself yeah he's he's chilling god that gave me a bit of a fright 
Um, what was stored up there? Oh, you know, things, stuff. I don't know. Must have been heavy to crash through the ceiling like that, though. Yeah, old buildings, water damage. No one really pays attention around here. Who cares if it, you know? Well, I think my friend cares, and I don't feel like that's something that... It's not happened before, has it? Well, you know, these old buildings. You know what it's like. I'm not great at it, but can I insight check this? Go for it. Uh, 13? I think you get the impression that he is more flustered than he's trying to pretend he is. Um, He's trying to be like, don't really care. Mm. It is just, you know, just a roof, just a gladiator, whatever. But I think he is a little bit stressed out and pissed off about uh, the structural integrity of the building. In that case, I'll, I'll say, well, I mean, if it is the building, like, better go and check upstairs. Like, you wouldn't want to lose any one of yours in that manner. Like, what if it happened while we were asleep? And you can sort of see him, like, biting his lip and you can see him considering that. And he sort of says, yeah, yeah, I'll sort it at some point. I'd like a bit more reassurance than that. I don't want to wake up. I don't want to not wake up in the morning with whatever crap you guys keep upstairs crushing me. And at that, he looks at you and he says, Thaler, stay in your own lane. <laughs> yeah, does that work in like Roman Ooh, time? No, because <laughs> no, there's no cars. He looks at you and he says, uh, Thaler, mind your own business, all right? All right, all right. But just, you know, you're in charge and all that. But um... Yeah, I am. But I get on quite well with Toby, and I'd have been pretty pissed off with you if you let something crush him. Gee, thanks. And he sort of grunts at you and and stalks off, and you're not quite sure where he's gone. But, you know, the, the moving process takes a little while, um, and eventually Toby is sort of grabbed by Alfred and taken to his new room, which is incidentally the free room next to Fela's room, where he moves in next to Fela. I assume the like changes of clothes that I had in my I don't know, footlocker got moved with me or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you've got a few the... new outfits. They're all identical, though. Mm. Yay, fresh rags. Uh, you now have perhaps a couple of hours left of the evening. Fela is chilling back in her room. Toby is looking around, enjoying his fresh digs. Um, Laverna was living quite near Toby, and now she's like, "Ah, they live near each other, and I'm out here all by myself like a loser. Did I happen to um, notice the tiefling in the crowd of people moving stuff? Oh, yeah, for sure. You would have spotted her. Could I have, like, you know, like, suavely made eye contact a couple times and, like, you know, did a little smile? Like, you're staring, but you're trying not to stare, but you're trying to notice being stared, but then you're trying to be, like, suave about it so it's not super obvious you were staring? Yeah, exactly. Like, like the, like the flirty staring. Okay, give us a charisma check. Yeah. It's an 18 and a 3. was 21. Yeah, you kind of catch her eye a couple of times, and she gives you a sort of friendly smile and a friendly nod. Um, she's She's seen you seeing her. Just friendly? She seems pretty friendly. Uh, got a head start on Toby. <laughs> Did I see, what's his name, um, uh, the halfling? Horace? Oh yeah, he's super there. Can I catch Horace's eye? Yeah. I wink at him and bare my teeth. Okay, roll me an intimidation check. <laughs> Double down, you know. That's 
a six on the dice, but it's a plus six or twelve. Um, he, for, he like super avoids looking at you. Yeah. Okay, guys, one more ask. Is there anything you're going to do with the rest of this evening, or are you guys heading to bed? We haven't had dinner yet. Oh, yeah, are you guys heading to dinner? Can I start trying to read the book and teach myself, like, the basic alphabet? I teach myself to read, please. <laughs> um, so you know a few words in uh, Goblin. We, we established yeah. that. So you've got a head start. So let's roll me an intelligence check. Uh, Fifteen. Yeah, I think that you you like the alphabet is helping and there's like mm. a few words you can like there's like book and there's like a picture of a book drawn and stuff. Yeah. And so like you recognize book and you like have a little go at like tracing it out with your finger on the like bed sheets and stuff and you're like, "Yeah, I can do this." And then you write it in goblin as well just because you're like if I'm going to if I'm going to learn this, I may as well, you know, go big or go home yeah i'd be looking at both common and goblin i think oh absolutely so uh so you do and you make some headway i would say you know you're not going to make much headway in an evening no but just just as a bit of flavor and to start and i'll probably do that fairly often if there are sort of periods of downtime yeah say you're making you're making a go of it so the subplot to this uh, particular arc is going to be teaching failure to read. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, and any more for any more. You're going to head yourself to dinner. You're going to grab your porridge. Is it more porridge for dinner? Oh, always. It's grueling. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> There's like some, some like dried apple in it or something this time. Like, stop you getting scurvy. Do apples stop you getting scurvy? He's Dr. Away, mate. The tiefling ear is there, and Jorgrim is there, and pretty much everybody is hanging out. So if there was Tilda's there, Horace is there. The dwarf and druid, whose name you never actually asked or know, indeed, is there, you know, anyone you might want to talk to. Who does Jorgrim sit with? Mostly by himself. Who does uh, the ear sit with? <laughs> I was going to say a large human man called Bob. <laughs> Again, a joke that only I will get. <laughs> yeah, and there's a there's like a little wood elf ranger called Yezra. I feel like we're crossing the D and D streams at this point. <laughs> yeah, except Bob is a warlock. No, Bob is a ranger, and Yezra is a warlock because I said Ear was a barbarian. You did. Would it be really weird? Like, do I know any? Do I know Bob or Yezra? No, you don't know anyone. I think it'd be pretty weird to go sit with them. Yeah, Laverna's pretty smooth. I don't think she's gonna, she's not going to go straight in there anyway. I think she's going to keep setting the groundwork with the kind of occasional glances, like like yeah. I see you looking, at, I see you seeing me kind of glances. Toby's playing the long game too. What? Just <laughs> He's too nervous. <laughs> He's playing the long game by doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Works every time. Then he's going to go home and be like, "Why do they never like the nice ones?" <laughs> Um, but also, like, bear, like, bear in mind, like, why we want to try it. Like, we need to try and assess quite quickly whether she's trustworthy enough to get her to translate an entire book of Infernal that probably its very existence is kind of illegal. So, like, yeah. Anyway, what does Jorgrim have to say for himself? Um, you sit down opposite him and he doesn't look at you in the eye and you can just see him kind of very carefully pushing his porridge around. Uh, not hungry? Ugh, it's just just another day, just another day. What uh, what have you guys 
What have you guys been up to? Um, we've, um, we're fairly safe distance from other tables and guards. Like, I assume they're in the room, but, like, if we keep a fairly low voice... Yeah, you could have reasonably reasonably private conversation as long as you were quiet and discreet and, you know, not looking directly at him and not making it look like, you know, a bit of performance. Yeah. Uh, I'll just be like, um, well, it's very interesting what you, you said at breakfast this morning and uh, it's taken us on a bit of an adventure today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um... Meanwhile, Tobias is just like scoffing his dinner. He didn't get up from breakfast. He's really hungry. So he's just like <laughs> licking the bowl. Just like eating like a pig. And the burner's just like eating normally and just kind of like death glaring to Toby. Because she, she, likes she likes good manners. The good the part of her upbringing that she like, she appreciates. And she's just there like, ugh, like pure disgust on her face. Toby doesn't even notice. I'm no. not even rolling an insight check. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I will just say, uh, I fear that the little bit of information that we did find out probably confirms your worst fears. Hmm. Right. Not a surprise. No. But now that we know for sure, does that make you, I don't know, you mean you can't just sit there and accept it, can you? And he, uh, he kind of puts his spoon down quite heavily and he says, well, I didn't say anything about accepting, but it does help to know. What's the, what's the time frame? It's either seven or ten days. <laughs> it's about that amount of time. Let's call it, let's call it uh, nine days. Let's call it nine days. Yeah, he says, well, does help, does help. Gives me some time to think about it. Do you know who Saffron is? And he sort of... Roll a quick insight check. Uh, 19. Yeah, you can sort of see that uh, his like eyebrow immediately like quirks up at that. He's like, uh, surprised you've used that name? He says, uh, yeah. W what's that kid done? I mean, I, I don't know who he is, but um, what, what he has or hasn't done, I can tell you. But he's actually on the list after you, and then I'm the one after him. And uh, he sort of snorts and he says, well, this is going to be pretty difficult. He's been missing a week. What? What, what do you mean missing? Saffron. I mean, no one's seen him in about a week. Maybe two. How has that not been big news? Well, don't think he went missing uh, in a fight, if that's what you mean. Troublemaker he is wasn't in the arena he was went missing in a different way yeah well not on any of the fight lists haven't seen him around for a bit you'd i'm sure you'd recognize him if you saw him i probably have seen him but just can put a name to the face remind me which one he is he's he's you know maybe 20 maybe a bit older don't know he's got sort of brown hair it's short brown hair brown eyes sounds like everyone else here elf human He's a half-elf, half-elf fella. You know, he's always making stupid jokes. He was um, he was working in the kitchens until about a year ago, and uh, I think someone spotted something in him. He got, he got uh, promoted up. But uh, I think he mostly stayed friends with the, the kitchen lot. Don't think he uh, ever much integrated with the, the gladiators. So he wasn't a gladiator? 
No, no, he was. He got promoted up. Is that a promotion? Well, from kitchen slave to gladiator slave, most people think it's a promotion, and he gestures to Phala. And she's like, well, they do feed you a bit more once you've got a fight, so it's the one benefit to it, I suppose. Pretty much the only hierarchy I can tell, but it's better than nothing. Yeah, you know, he was a, he's a good kid. Why would someone want him dead? Yeah, what sort of troublemaker? Oh, you know... Never never doing what he's supposed to be doing. Always where he wasn't supposed to be. I think, you know, always always hiding places. I don't know, don't know. Bad name for himself. It's uh, interesting. Uh, where is his room? Uh, and Yeah, he's, he gives you some directions to roughly where his room was. Uh, we, were, we were on kitchen detail together. You know, got to know him a little bit then. I think he... Uh, I think he missed his his friends from before. I guess he's a he's one to keep an eye out for if he resurfaces or if you can think where he might have got to. Yeah, yeah, I'll keep my eyes open. So that's one thing we found, and the other thing we found is where our old friend is. Oh yeah, it's kind of still down there, or mm. was as of midday. Um. Don't 100% know what happens next, but he's not getting a proper burial or uh, any nice or pleasant way of being disposed of, which I'm sure is no surprise, really. Any idea where he is heading? This is pretty gross. Uh, it's probably a good job you're not eating too much. The monster's going to eat him alive. No, dead. Eat him dead. I was trying to like let him down gently, right? We knew this guy for a long time, Toby. Sorry. I just roll my eyes. Not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy seems like relatively stoic about it. And he nods and he says, monsters. Any idea what monsters? Not dragons. Oh. Did we feel like there was more than one? I feel like we could tell. Two. There were two. Yeah, I'd say that then. Does it seem like whatever was down there was bigger than the kind of thing we would typically fight? Uh, yeah, definitely. Okay. I, I would say, well, something bigger than what we're used to. And he sort of grunts and stands up, which isn't that impressive because he's only little. In fact, I think he shrinks as he stands up and he sort of puts his spoon in his bowl and stands up to walk away. says, well, uh, let me know when you've got some actual information for me. And starts to make his way out. As he stands up and walks away, I'll just be like, it's not much, but we're trying to help. Look out for us. And he almost imperceptibly nods at you as he makes his way out the room. And the three of you finish your dinner quietly and make your way to your rooms. Tomorrow, you know that it is sort of chore day so that you will be doing your weekly jobs around the uh, around the area and you know you probably will have another fight you have to do tomorrow but for now the three of you sleep and as the camera pans out on a sad miserable Toby in his new bedroom the viewer just sees just skitter across the floor a small shadow shaped like a little kitten that bumps its head into the wall. <laughs>